стадиум Джункис. Gentlemen, welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. I am your host, Tony Lopez, and alongside me for this wild card weekend, or as the NFL is calling it, the Super Wild Card Weekend. Do you really call it Super Tony? No, I swear that this is what the NFL has tagged it. Oh, by the way, it's Jeff Curtis over here. I'm asking you, would you call it this? Honestly, this year, yeah, because the matchups that we have for the first week of the playoffs is actually intriguing. There's a lot of dynamics in here and a lot of history between a lot of teams as well. And some of the money, some of the money lines on this are absolutely ridiculous. Exactly. Like if you guys haven't heard, I don't know if our podcast buddy has put it out, but we we're on a podcast on Tuesday, and we predicted every game. That's for their record. This is for us. This is between us, where I can for have us. an actual conversation with yes. you. Yes, hey, shout out to Chris Rios, Jose Tovar, the executive. Garrett, I don't, I don't know your last name, and uh, Jacob Velasquez for having us on. Um, that was one of the members. The members of the Stadium Junkies brand that is continuing to grow. I mean, I didn't expect anything else. I want to have a podcast strictly between Jacob and Garrett just so we can have. You really want, you really want to? You want to create I, more hostility? I want hostility. I want. I want good content. And guess what? Those two's dynamic is good content. You know what's good content as well? Talking about the Cincinnati Bengals. Is it really good content? The first game of Wild Card Weekend is between the visiting Las Vegas Raiders and the home Cincinnati Bengals. This will be this will be our, our, Wouldn't this be like the first time one of these teams win in like nineteen plus years? Uh, you know, it's not not the Raiders, uh, but this would definitely be. If the Bengals won this, um, this, this is going to sound like a long-ass time because uh, the last time the Bengals won a playoff game, I was not born. Wait, what? Last time they won a, the last time they won a playoff game was in 1991. Really? Yes. What about the Raiders? Oh, yeah, they've won a playoff game in like a few years. When was the last, when was the last time? I don't know, but it's way sooner than Cincinnati. Since, All like, I know is this Cincinnati. Like I think wasn't it was like that. the Tuck Rule, wasn't it? Wasn't it during the Tuck Rule? No, I think it was after that. Because I know um, Raiders went know. all the way to the Super Bowl against um, Tampa, and they ended up losing to Gruden and company. Um, Those Gruden grinders. But the fun thing about this game, all right, the Bengals are favored by five and a half, and the over-under on this game is currently at 48 points. Uh, First, What's the weather like, first of all? It's actually fine. It's 34 degrees with nine degree uh, 
nine mile per hour winds. It's fine for Cincinnati this time of year. But it, the Raiders uh, are a dome team, right? Yeah, they're a dome team. Um, I think the only time the Raiders won a road game that wasn't in a dome stadium was very early on in the year. And also, we also have to remember in week 11, the Raiders played Cincinnati in Vegas and Cincinnati had their number. They had their number and they were, and I think if I'm correct, the only player this season to rush for over a hundred yards against the Vegas Raiders was Joe Mixon. <laughs> and wow. that is, that's a wild stat to me. But that shows how good the Raiders secondary is. But they have this weird thing of making games closer than they should have. Very much. And allowing, like, they also, okay, their secondary is good, but here's an issue. They were last in the NFL in interceptions. Mm. With six all season. Six, only six interceptions. Six interceptions all season. I did a little bit of research. I had to do a little bit of research on this game. Um, you, did, you did your homework. But Jamar Chase, they have three, if you really want to consider it, they have three A receivers. Tyler Boyd, Jamar, T. Higgins, Jamar, and Jamar Chase. And T. Higgins and Jamar Chase both went for over a thousand yards in the season. Impressive. Um, and especially the last four games, Joe Burrow has not thrown an interception. Good. Um, my issue with Derek Carr, anytime I see him in an outdoor game you later don't in the year in later in the year, I don't trust him. You don't trust him. Let's be honest. Let's be honest here. They really should have lost to Sandy, the the LA Chargers. Yeah, watch your mouth. They're they're not in uh, I, San Diego anymore. I know. I caught I caught myself. They really should have lost to the Chargers. They should have. Also, what they really should have did. No, Tony. Is, no, no, listen. No. I've, I've listened to the interviews. Derek Carr admitted their mindset changed when they the. Uh, Chargers called that timeout at the end of the overtime period against the Raiders. You could tell, like, Justin, you could hear Justin they, Herbert. They were, go, they were about to run the clock out. They were. They were about to run the clock out, ruin the Steelers' chances of getting into the playoffs, and both teams getting in. They were really about to do that. They wouldn't do it. Competitive spirit. That's why that coach of the Chargers. Competitive spirit, my ass. It's both what? teams getting in the playoffs. Where's your honor? You honor? I lost honor this year. I won fantasy football. My honor has gone out the window, my guy. Your Where is your honor? Where's your prop? Honor is for the weak. <sighs> but, okay. Also, Josh Jacobs, uh, I will give him credit. The last few weeks, he has been on a, on a tear. And it's even weirder that he's doing this with badly, badly hurt ribs. 
so my big key of the game for both teams is the running game. How effective is it going to be? Because one, Cincinnati's secondary is not in the top half of the league. This in statistics this past year, I want to say they were in the bottom 16 statistically mm. in secondary rating. They allow teams to score points against them. Because they have the they have the offense that can get points right back for them. Exactly. That's the thing. Like But if the, my only concern they are they are the they score the seventh most points per game in the league this season, while the Raiders score the eighteenth Passing yards per game, seventh. Actually, Raiders sixth. But here's the fun part: yards allowed. Cincinnati is 18th, 350. Now, Tony, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not think the Bengals would be this good this year. We all didn't. You you remember what I said in July? Yeah. I thought they were a year away. I thought like next year they would turn out to be this good. Not I'll be honest. If not Kansas City, if not Buffalo, Cincinnati. <laughs> Those are your teams you want to come out of the AFC? Not in that order anymore, but yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I am going to be safe, and I'm going to go ahead and say the Cincinnati Bengals win, and they cover. What's the? It's like five minus four, minus five and a half. I would say yes, they would cover because, like I've always said, I do not trust the Raiders around November, and, like late in the season. I never have, never will. Their car. What's the wild part is the fact that they, um, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. They got better in December. <laughs> Couldn't believe That's it. wild. Yeah, exactly. With, with all, like, the, let's see. Let, when I look at the Raiders, the Vegas Raiders, I think of Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, and Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro mm-hmm. has been an absolute tear this season. Hunter Renfro has been a steal. A steal for the Vegas Raiders this year. Absolutely. And but, but I don't think it's enough to keep up with the Bengals offense. I feel like we the Bengals officially offense, I don't trust their yeah. defense to do and to do the job, so I'm just like Exactly. <sighs> yeah, we both are going yeah, with the Raiders on this. I I'm torn because I, the only thing that'll get in the way of the Cincinnati Bengals winning this game is the Cincinnati Bengals. That's how That's I see the it. Bengals. That's how they always have been. Will now will they uh, get past their well? Will they get past them? I we're about to find out. Come exactly. like tomorrow. Come now, tomorrow. Tomorrow we will tomorrow see around seven o'clock. We will know for sure. I'm but uh, I'm taking now, the Bengals. I mean, good job for the Bengals. Smoking that Joe Burrow pack. Exactly. That jackpot Joey. 
Yeah. Now, um, this is a weird one. Like, this should be way more hyped up than it is, but it is the Buffalo Bills hosting a playoff game for the second year in a row against the New England Patriots. But the weather. Yeah, you mentioned the weather off air. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be clear, but it's supposed to be ten degrees. But also, there's a bigger issue. Um, I, no. and this is not football related. Why hasn't this game been sold out? And why can't the Bills sell tickets? I don't the tickets are as low as $50 right now. And we have firsthand experience. One of our buddies, Brian, was literally thinking about buying a plane tickets to Orchard Park or Buffalo area to go watch the game and come back the same day. <laughs> Round trip once one day? What oh wow. Yeah, exactly. I would have jumped on that, but then he mentioned the hotel. The hotel and the flight would have been a bit too much for my taste. What I would have done is I would have done the flight and I would have came right back the same night. Straight up. God, no. Man, I would be so exhausted, Tony. That's not a good idea. I'm that kind of person. I'll do it. Now, I want to bring up some weird stats real quick, Jeff. I want to bring up some weird stats. I'm listening. Okay, first, the o- the over under in this game is 44. It opened up at 43 and a half. I still think this is going to be a low scoring game. Now, the spread is Buffalo minus four and a half. Which the question is, which Josh Allen are we going to see? The inferior exactly. also. Allen? Apparently, these might be the two best defenses in the league. At oh yeah, the think. the way statistics are. Yeah. Number one is Buffalo, and number two is uh, the Patriots in points allowed at seventeen and seventeen point eight per game. But Tony, there's another issue you haven't brought up. Ah, all the injuries New England has. Remember, oh, Jacob, yeah. Jacob and Garrett brought that up. How there are so many injuries on the New on New England side of the ball. Injuries would come to play. Exactly. Exactly. That's just why I think you you would safely take Buffalo in this game. And maybe they don't cover, but I still think Buffalo wins this game. It's it's just it's weird. It's, it's what I weird. Let's be honest. We both want Buffalo. We want New England out. Let's be honest here. I have other motivations. You have other motivations, huh? I'm tr- I'm trying to get thrown through a table. <laughs> oh yeah, you agreed to you want to get hit you want to get thrown through a table, right? Yeah, man, light that bitch on fire if you need to. I don't no, care. No, 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 Tony, that's a bad idea. Is it? Is it, it a is. bad idea? It know, is a man. bad idea. I'm I'm a wild child. I'm a wild I know you child. like Tony. I know you love wrestling. Those are trained professionals. I like no events, you're not trained to handle that bomb. No, but seriously though, um, Josh Allen, that man is able to do everything on the field. He doesn't really play 
great in cold temperatures, even though he is the quarterback for the Bills and he played at Wyoming, which is the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. I have noticed this. There's there's been times where they are playing at home in cold weather and they just screw it up. So what's been happening okay. more and more is he is relying on the run. The run like him being able to scramble out of the pocket and also his running backs to do a little bit more. Like 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 you said with the Raiders and the Bengals game, it's all gonna come down to the running game. Because if the New England running game go just takes care of business and get takes pressure off of Mac Jones, Mac Jones can just say, Hey, run the ball, set up the play action, do check downs if he needs to, and he can make and he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to take shots. But the same can be said with uh, Josh Allen and the, and the Bills, especially in a cold weather game. He's going to have to rely on the running game as much as Matt Jones is. It's like, all right, here's my thing. My take on this one, whichever team hits 100-plus yards rushing wins. Agreed. And I think it will be Buffalo, and I think Buffalo will win. I'm going to agree with you. and I'm, I don't remember what I said on Tuesday, but I'm leaning toward Buffalo because – I want to say we both. I know we all said Buffalo except for Jacobs. He he, he that that's a homer in him. Well, he that's, got egged into it because remember he initially he did say Buffalo was going to win this game. He did, yeah. But then, uh, I mean, passion. I mean, also, I will let everybody know that the four, the three thirty game, three thirty central game, will be played on NBC. And the yeah. seven fifteen game will be on CBS. Yes. Now, oh, and also ticket. I see tickets as well as forty eight dollars for that Orchard Park game. Sheesh! Holy fuck! Well, meanwhile, now, in the Bengal game, tickets as low as one hundred forty one dollars. That makes sense. That makes sense. Hmm. <laughs> No, let's talk about that team in Tampa. Um, oh, you mean the... Oh, I really want to say upset alert. Tampa Bay versus the Philadelphia Eagles in Tampa in the rain with 21 mile per hour winds on Sunday. Run oh. game heavy. This Short game. pass game short pass game from Brady heavy this is Brady's kind of game he loves the messy weather but but Tony Philly loves to run Philly's way of winning is running the football Miles give the ball to Miles Sanders let's call it it like it is the Eagles have legitimately the best running game in the National Football League this year they average on the ground per game 159 yards per game. While Tampa is one of the best running opposite. Best one best one of the best running defenses in the game. You do not run against Tampa. Absolutely not, but you <laughs> you try try to stop their passing game. They're the best passing offense in the league. At 307 passing yards per I game. Mean, oh yeah, absolutely. You have Brady slinging the ball and Bruce Arians to take shots deep. You have he has the weapon. Yes, they don't have Antonio Brown anymore, but they still have Mike Evans. They still have Gronk. They have Godwin. They have um, 
They be on the bill. They have. They um, have playoff money. Yeah, they're, they're like, well, I, is he is he healthy yet? Is he? I don't know. That's why they picked up uh, Le'Veon. That's why I know they picked up Le'Veon. Yeah. Um, but Tampa is a eight point favorite in this. The over under is forty six. Now the the no uh, from what I have right now they're eight point. No, I'm looking at it right a, now. It's eight and a half. And this is according to DraftKings Sportsbook. Caesar sport broke for me. Everybody likes goes to Caesar. I mean, I use Bleacher Report and they go with Draft DraftKings. Um, eh, eight and a half. Eight, the eight, over eight. under it started at forty nine and a half. It has dropped to forty six. Forty five point five. Yeah. Damn, see, it's going lower and lower because they realize how much the weather is going to affect this game. Mm-hmm. And I still say Tampa wins and they cover. If it's a if it's a nasty run the mid, I'm gonna take Philly in the upset. Out of your damn mind. They here's the thing. This screams run the football. Philly, like you said, is the best. What does what, but what does game. what does Brady do better than anybody? If he short has, game, short game, and then he has Gronk. Okay, but what if you if you're running the football, you're keeping Brady on the sideline. Jeff. Wait, burning time. Five yard slants. How hard is that? Okay, Miles Sanders running a counter play for four yards. Miles Sanders? That's more uh what is it? Uh what is his name? Uh or what's his name? Fucking uh Treadwell or I don't know what the you know who I'm talking about, the other guy. And also, if Jalen Hurts has to pass it to Devontae Smith, I mean... Uh, I still think... Dallas Goddard? I still think Tampa's receiving core is better than Philly's. That is, that is, that is also true. But here's the, the main component. What do I keep telling... What The formula to beating Tom Brady is very much simple. If they're if the Eagles front four can get to Brady without blitzing, they have a shot. If Fletcher mm-hmm. like if Fletcher Cox has to be an like it has to make his presence known to Brady, like he has got to get to him, make him uncomfortable. If they can get to him, oh, Eagles have a shot. They can they can beat Tampa. But you cannot. You have to run. You have to do it with four. You cannot do it with. You can't do it with five. You can't do it with six. Because if you blitz on Brady, he'll make you pay. Mm. And also, you have to have secondaries who can play man coverage. I do not think Philly has the main. I don't think they have the secondary needed to cover. But I feel I trust in the. I have a feeling the Eagles team, Eagles run game is going to do so much damage, to where it doesn't matter and. They'll take care of business and upset the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, um, can we talk about the Chiefs real quick? I noticed actually, actually, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that person. I'm still going to go in order. I apologize. 
we're gonna talk about my cowboys which um also all if anybody wants to know heard. if anybody wants to know tampa philly is going to be on fox and that's the only fox game this weekend now cowboys niners this is the classic game of the week technically thank you and if we want to go even deeper this is the kids game of the week since it's on nickelodeon last it's year gonna, it's literally gonna be on cbs prime video and nickelodeon. Plus and nickelodeon the same thing that happened last year for my saints against the bears is happening to your team against the 49ers I'm just kind of funny how that worked out, right? It is. Um, I will say this. Um, All the Cowboys fans I've talked to think this is going to be a cakewalk. I'm like, I don't think this is a cakewalk. Especially the way the Niners have been playing, but I don't think it's as hard as people are giving. I don't think the Niners are as tough as people give them credit for. I think they rely on one player way too much. Oh, way oh, too oh much. much. It's oh, on like oh. LeBron levels of way too much. Is that, are you talking about who I think you're talking about? Oh, oh no. Here comes Debo. Who? Exactly. E- oh. Now, before we, keep, before we keep going, yes, this game is in Arlington. Also, yeah, Cowboys right now are favored by three. That's a pick. It's basically a pickup game. And the current over-under is 50 and a half. So far, this is the highest over-under we've had. And with good reason, because the Cowboys are the highest scoring team in the league this season at 31.2 points per game. Now, total yards, most, most passing yards, ninth in rushing, but I will be the one to say it. Ooh, our, our yards on defense is not great. You're at, and also, don't forget your running defense. You average four. You give up four point five a carry. Yeah, we allow one hundred and twenty-four point six yards per game. Hmm. One hundred and twelve of that being on the ground. Exactly. Actually, no. I apologize. That's how much we average rushing on the ground. Um yards that we allow per game we're 19th in the league with 351 yards per game but here's the odd stat turnover turnover differential we are number one in the league in turnover differential with a plus 14 on the season but you're also dead last when it comes to getting on number of penalties okay but the fact that this team has figured out how to get that ball back into the offense's hand means that or, much more. Live or die by the by the turnovers. I'm talking to about a certain cornerback. I know, I know, I know. But let me say this. Um, I will give. I will give the Niners a lot of credit for what they have done with what they have had this season. Especially with the the Injury. super super 
indecisive QB battle this year. Oh yeah, between um, Trey Lance and Jimmy G. But this I've, has I've, been I've, such a shit show. I'm like, me and you both were like, how the fuck is this gonna work? And still, still, somehow they made the the playoffs. I'm about to say the Super Bowl's a good play. Because the def- the defense stepped up and Jimmy G woke up from his coma in the second half and started playing his right. ass. Tony, I am very like, I'm taking the 49ers, but I'm Very also good. concerned by which Jimmy G am I going to see? And which, which of these quarterbacks am I going to see? Am I going to see for the Cowboys? Am I going to see the Dak Prescott that put up 50 and 40 on the trash um, <sighs> Philly and uh, Falcons team? Mm. Or am I going to see the Dak Prescott that gets uh, uncom- uncomfortable against uncomfortable against New Orleans or heck even like Kansas City yeah which uh, which quarterback am I gonna see and also same for Jimmy G am I gonna see first half against the Rams Jimmy G who looked awful or am I gonna see the second half Jimmy G and all and another thing I'm telling you right now what whichever team this like I said about a previous game between the the Bengals and the Raiders whichever team can run the ball over a hundred plus yards first wins. If Zeke does not, if Zeke does not get over fifty, and Pollard doesn't get over like fifty, you ain't winning this. Because Debo Sam, I feel like Debo Samuel is going to have about hundred seventy all-purpose yards. Yeah, so that's that's how they beat the Rams this past week. Was Debo did everything? He scored a passing touchdown. He scored a rushing touchdown. He had ninety-five yeah. yards. And by God, the ground. I, would not, I would not put Trevon Diggs on No, I, 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 you know who I, I don't think they'll do that. I think it'll be like a very much a team effort on what they do, because I feel like there's going to be certain certain situations where they'll end up putting Micah Parsons on him, put Trey, um, they'll put Trayvon on him, they'll put Anthony Brown on him. They'll, they'll, they'll spread it out. They, I guarantee you, they, they won't just keep. Now, now, Tony, if you if the cow if the Cowboys lose this game, I already know what the fans are going to be saying. They're going to blame Mike McCarthy. I don't you can't, don't do that. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you complain about Mike McCarthy at all. He cannot. You cannot win in spite of him, and you cannot lose because of him at the same time. Don't do that. Okay. Do not. Do not. Don't do that. Cause you've been doing it's all fine now since you're winning, but when you lose, it's like blame Mike McCarthy. Blame Mike I'm McCarthy. not blaming Mike McCarthy for nothing because guess what? He has done some miracle work with this team this year, uh, especially with like how weird everything has been. Every, in my opinion, every coach this season has done a fantastic job, especially well, except for Urban Meyer and. We ain't talking um, about those coaches who got fired. This is playoffs. Actually, after we talk about the playoff games, I do have a little rant on Miami and how fucking stupid they are. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we're going to talk about the last game. between The game that you couldn't stand. You like, fuck the Steelers. Fuck the Steelers. I mean, can I be honest with Can I be honest with you? I saw something. Ben Roethlisberger was quoted, quoted, and saying, "Yeah, we're not supposed to be here." And I'm like, "That's my. It's all. It's 
All mind games. The most dangerous. But when he has his own team over here, like, what the fuck did you say? Tony, it's all my it's all mind games because here's the thing. Jeff, the most Jeff, Tony, 12 and a half. 12 Tony, and a half. Tony, can I finish? Can I finish? Thank you. So literally, the team that's most dangerous in the playoff scenario is the team you're expected to beat. Because all the but all the pressure is on Kansas City. Pittsburgh has got nothing to lose. They got absolutely nothing to lose. If they lose, okay, cool. You would, it would be expected. But if they win, oh man, can you imagine? I don't think I want to. And can you? You? They got like they're playing with house money. You got you got absolutely nothing to lose, Pittsburgh. You made the playoffs. Now play your ass off, TJ. Like I said in the in the hammer time. TJ Ward has they the defense has to play out of its mind and Big Ben needs Big Ben needs to have the game of his of this season. So that's my only shot for them. Because I saw that spread like 12, 12 and a half. That's almost disrespectful. But TJ Ward's not. It's just because like it's it's genuinely because of how bad that offense is. I bet and I'm if you like you I, don't give a, the, I don't give a shit about the weather because it's supposed to be like 34 degrees at night in Kansas City. So it's perfect weather for both teams. It's in Kansas City. The crowd's going to be rocking because it is playoff football. Mahomes, Tyreek, the running backs, the receivers, the defense, Tyron Matthew. Every, and everybody is going to be hyped up. Now, Tony, I don't even know if Ben Roethlisberger wants to be there. Now, Tony, if the if the Steelers have any chance, in your opinion, what do they have to do? Control the time of possession. So, plenty of Najee Harris. Win on third down. That's what I'm hearing. Bing, B-I-N-G-O. Najee Harris. I mean, he, he ran over a thousand yards, correct? With that... Yeah, with that garbage offensive line, oh man! It, I feel bad because some of that, some of his, some of that uh, offensive line's issues, not their fault. A lot of it had to deal with injuries this year. And then also they have a defensive player of the year candidate on the opposite end, TJ Watt. He's not going to win. You sure about that? I hope not. <laughs> I hope your guys, your guys, winning rookie of the year. For sure, for sure, but it would not surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. They're gonna give it to TJ. They're gonna give it the defensive player that I think to TJ Watt. I mean, doesn't he have the all-time sack record? Hide it. (laughs) Hide it. Still impressive. When they try to, um, what is it? They try to. um, What's the word for it? got the word um but it has something to do with like they try to like say that it wasn't but it was I'm like, all right whatever um okay one more thing one one more thing okay uncle it's for all you young fucks who don't know what we're talking about go and find a way and watch jackie chan adventure you some bitch hey 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 Ain't talking about that right now. I know. No, but you you said uncle. I had to give them that. Okay. 
<laughs> in my okay, this in my opinion, the whole weekend, this is the best game of the weekend. Oh, Ram, oh, Rams Cardinals. Oh, absolutely. Rams Cardinals in SoFi. Rams are a four-point favorite, but I don't oh. think that makes a difference in this thing. It doesn't, Tony. These are our these were our picks. The at the beginning originally. Originally. I said Arizona and I said Kansas City. Originally. Now I said I said Rams and now I'm saying Chiefs. So I'm unlike you, I'm gonna still stick with that. I'm not. Look, it's not it's because how iffy the Cardinals have been playing this these past few weeks. And also in reality, the same thing has been happening with the Rams, but at the same time, now they're starting to hit a stride, and hopefully, that makes a difference. Kyler Murray is also going to get a little bonus, hopefully, on the defensive end from one JJ Watt. JJ mm-hmm. Watt is scheduled to return oh. this week. Oh boy. It may be in limited minutes, but shit, what he does in limited minutes. Man, 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 man. I'm telling you, this game will be fireworks. If it has anything, if it's anything like the the game they played earlier this season on Monday night in Arizona, fireworks. <laughs> Which is why this is my upset of the week. I'm taking Arizona over the Los Angeles Rams. No, I'm going to still stick with the Rams. I think Kyler Murray is about to... I don't think he's going to get past the Rams. I do not trust Kyler Murray. I do not trust the Cardinals whatsoever. I don't trust Matt Stafford. You don't don't trust trust Stafford? I don't trust Kyler. I don't trust it. But genuinely, uh, the winner of this game will actually, I think it will come down to more of the running, rushing yards. And Arizona's running game is really good. Really good. Matthew Stafford. Murray. Stafford just needs to stand up. And literally show. This is your chance. You could not have asked for a better situation, Stafford. You got out of that dumpster fire that was Detroit now you're in a playoff contender maybe Super Bowl contender it's time to put up or shut up man exactly now here we are done talking about the playoffs but Jeff I did want to inform everybody on what my updated Super Bowl pick is and in my in my drunken state I made perfect sense in my own head let that sink in, audience. He was drunk when he made this change. I believe that the Super Bowl in SoFi Stadium in California will be the Dallas Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills. Now, don't do that. You, oh yeah, you did say that. Uh, now, here's the funny thing. The last time a Super Bowl was in the LA area, the LA area, 
was when the Cowboys played the Bills in 1992 at the Rose Bowl. I hope it's not that Super Bowl. Please, no. Make it happen. No. Make it. It is destiny. No, it is not. But let's move on. Let's keep going. And let's talk about the NFL All-Pros teams that got announced. I have a complete list of every position where for first team, I have the exact first team AP All-Pro in front of me. Now, Jeff, do not react until I am done with the first team. Man. At quarterback, to nobody's surprise, is Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. The running back is Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. Tight end is Mark Andrews from the Baltimore Ravens. Receivers, Devontae Adams of the Green Bay Packers, Cooper Cup of the Los Angeles Rams, and Debo Samuels of the San Francisco 49ers. Left tackle, Trent Williams of the San Francisco 49ers. Right tackle, Tristan Wirfs of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Left guard, Joel Benantonio of the Cleveland Browns. Right guard, Zach Martin of the Dallas Cowboys. In center, Jason Kelsey of the Philadelphia Eagles. Edge rushers are TJ Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns. Interior defensive linemen are Aaron Donald of the Los Angeles Rams and Cameron Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Linebackers are Darius Leonard of the Indianapolis Colts, Micah Parsons of the Dallas Cowboys, Devondre Campbell of the Green Bay Packers. Corners, Trayvon Diggs of the Dallas Cowboys and Jalen Ramsey of the Los Angeles Rams. Safeties, Kevin Byard of the Tennessee Titans and Jordan Poyer of the Buffalo Bills. Place kicker is Justin Tucker of the Baltimore Ravens. Punter is AJ Cole of the Las Vegas Raiders. Kick returner is Braxton Berrios of the New York Jets. Punt returner is Devin Duvernay of the Baltimore Ravens. Special teams player JT Gray of the New Orleans Saints. And long snapper is Luke Rhodes of the Indianapolis Colts. Sorry. Out of all that, I really can't complain about any one of them. Neither can I, actually. Um, I really can't. I really can't. Aaron Rodgers, quarterback, made sense. Perfect sense. I mean, running back. Who'd you say were the running backs again? The running, running back. Is, the running. The running back is John the Taylor. Absolutely, John Taylor. That's running back. Best running back this league in his league. Would have been Derrick Henry, but we ain't talking about that. He got hurt. Exactly. The wide receivers. They were Debo, Cooper, Debo. and Devontae. Cooper? Oh, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Yep. Can't argue that. Can't argue that. Offensive line? Pretty good. Can't Pretty argue that. Good off- Pretty good offensive line. Uh, <laughs> and edge rushers and def- interior defensive linemen, that would scare the shit out of me. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the corners ha- being uh, Trayvon on one side and Jalen on the other. Two who of the, the most polar. What? What? Who's the who are the defensive ends again? Was it the edge? The edge rushers. The edge TJ rushers. Watt and Miles Garrett. Dang, I was seeing if I could make a case for Cam Jordan, but I'm like, no. Nope. Where? Where? 
I can't. Like, genuinely I can't, where? I can't, I can't make it. Like I said, I can't I, make I, it. I, I want you to think about this real quick. If you saw Miles Garrett walking down the street. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Especially Please. we have seen him, how big he is and what he's able to do at that size. Tony, I'd be like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm and sorry, You'd sir. be like, I'm walking. I'd be like, I'm walking the other way. I'm like, no. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Please forgive me, sir. I think the fact that there is a jet on this list throws me off. Uh, could you say that one more time? All right. Jeff, uh, you're Can cutting you get, in and out. Get, let's give the Jets something. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, Braxton Berrios is was really good on the returns this year. I, I will not lie. Yeah, um, I mean, they have some bright spots, right? I mean, they're not completely garbage, right? All right? No, they're definitely not. They're definitely not. They're definitely not. You know, you know it's garbage. You know, um, it's, we're gonna have a little talk about is the Houston Texans. Actually, can can we talk about the Miami Dolphins organization? Oh, you want you want to get that out the way right now? How do you fire your coach when he had an eight and eight record? It wasn't and everything bad. was starting. It wasn't bad. Like, yes, the he had a bad uh, start to the season, but hey, he turned it around. Now, Brian Flores is being looked at at other positions around the league because they understand how good of a damn coach he is. And here's the fun part. Here's the fun part. Who was one of those teams that's looking at Coach Flores? Ooh. The Houston Texans. Oh, at least they know. At and least what they have we been saying all year? I'm going to tie some things together real quick. What have we been saying all year? It's like rumor. Deshaun Watson trade his ass to Miami. Yep. And now you get Brian Flores in the building in Houston trade still trade get him still get Deshaun Watson out of there you trade Watson to Miami get Tua come to Houston can you imagine boom just made something boom boom just period boom 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 you just make you just make it so much better because him in Houston is just not working so just no, trade him uh, uh, it's been the whole rumor the whole time the whole like, um, the whole elephant that the, will not go away also the Bears fired their coach the, the right, Giants I mean, right the Giants the fired their coach thank god you fired uh, Joe Judge because that dude's the dickhead um, looks like also with Houston firing their coach there's um there's rumors around who they're interviewing and the the name that's on the top of the list for Houston right there right now is uh, Patriots line well inside linebacker coach Gerard Mayo oh you remember that name I've heard yes 
I remember yeah. that. Yeah, he's the favorite to be the head coach in Houston. You think that'll work? Mm-mm. Like you need to change a lot of other things in Houston. So, no, all right, Tony. We're gonna be having this little thing. I have an idea. We're gonna look at a fr- we're gonna look at the teams that just got five. The teams are just looking for coaches. And we're gonna go name of Pete, name what they need to fix to be at least competent, or at least make it maybe contend for the playoff spot. I'm not asking Super Bowl. So we're starting with the Texans. What do they need to do to fix besides trading Deshaun Watson? What else do they need? Stability in the front office. So hire a GM? No, they need they need to not hire another jackass like Bill O'Brien. That Bill O'Brien set the whole team, the whole franchise. And the back fact that I team. heard that Bill O'Brien don't do it, interviewing, don't do it, don't do it. Nick, you, heard, you heard that too. You heard that too. All right, Tony Khan, you're great in AEW. Don't don't do, do not bring Bill O'Brien back. He'll set your franchise back worse than Chip Kelly did the Philadelphia Eagles. I understand this man was the offensive coordinator at Alabama this year. Stop it. I understand, I understand that. Don't, don't do, it. do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. It's a bad It's a bad idea. We've seen this story before. You give him too much power and it'll make you pay. It, it just doesn't make Also, I appreciate the Bears after firing Matt Nagy interviewing former Eagles head coach Doug I Peterson. Lo- I love that. Can you imagine Doug Peterson with uh, a quarterback talent, quarterback potential talent, and uh, mm-hmm. Justin Fields? Oh my exactly. God. I, Tony, I, lo- I would love that hire. And also, Brian Flores will be getting an interview with the Chicago Bears as well. All right, Tony, we Doug Peterson or Brian Flores? I would actually like Brian Flores. But don't get me wrong. I think Peterson will end up coaching a team this year. Oh, where was... I also also think, because the Bears have interviewed Todd Boyles, Dan Quinn, Byron Lefwich. Byron Lefwich. What he's doing in Tampa... I think with he deserves Tom. it. With Tom. Yeah, to be fair, I know with Tom. Or Eric Bienemy. I think he Please, knows. I think Bienemy will end up being the coach for the Denver Broncos. Uh, it makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. Uh, and especially now that the Broncos, there has been something that came up, I want to say a few days ago. There was a minor, there was like either majority or minority owner of the team that was blocking the sell of the team. Oh, and the, the courts ruled in favor that they have no way of blocking it. And now mm. the, the Broncos will sell this offseason. Oh, that's not a bad thing, Jeff. Getting new owners who actually will believe and actually spend money on the team. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe you need a big name, a big big name in the money world. Maybe um a Bezos. Don't, 
Don't say maybe, that. Maybe a Gates. Stop. Maybe. Cody, 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 stop it. Well, stop. I really, really, in my, my opinion, I believe that Jeff Bezos will own an NFL team at some point. I genuinely believe that. You might be. You actually might be right. And also, there is another rumor, and this has nothing to do with anything right now, but the NFL could be scheduling games in Germany for the next three to five years. Huh. And apparently, teams the teams that are named to be playing in Germany within those years are the Bucks, Chiefs, Pats, and Panthers will host games in Germany. What? Why Bingo. Germany? Because you bring the game international. You want to expand the game. You get it everywhere where people can see it. I guess. It works, Jeff. It works. Now, um, in other news, let's talk about the biggest news in the tennis world. And you know, we apparently, we're not shy. Because we'll talk about this shit a lot. What do we talk about since we started this podcast like crazy? COVID. COVID, 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 COVID. And this has to deal with the tennis world. Novak Djokovic uh, has been detained for the second time after Australian authorities have denied his visa. Because he is unvaccinated. Not that difficult. Okay. I'll read what the headline. I will read what the headline says. Novak Djokovic has been detained by Australian border authorities for the second time since he's arrived in Melbourne last week for the Australian Open. Per CNN, Djokovic was detained per court-ordered arrangement. The move came after Australian immigration minister Alex Hawke announced on Friday he will he was using his ministerial di- <laughs> dissertation to revoke Djokovic's visa on public interest grounds because the tennis star is unvaccinated. Djokovic was being de- was being held in immigration detention while awaiting a hearing over the status of his visa. Federal Circuit Court Judge Anthony Kelly ruled Monday to reinstate Djokovic's visa. This is before because mm-hmm. what he's trying what well, Djokovic all he's trying to do is play tennis that's all he wants that's literally- but you got to understand that Australia's guidelines for COVID are strict like okay I Australia and New Zealand are very strict about COVID guidelines because they know that they still want to be able to have time outside so the quarantine yeah. period is very real to them Mm-hmm. They they, I, they take COVID they take COVID seriously. Like they don't even let they don't let random people in the country at all right now. Like wow. um, I I follow this uh person on TikTok. I think her name is uh Jazz Thornton, mm-hmm. and she had been in the United States for work related reasons from New Zealand. 
the last few weeks. And she just arrived back in New Zealand and they have a 10 day quarantine period when you arrive in the country. She is double vaccinated and she is boosted. Okay. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's more about taking care of you. They want to make sure that you're good before they let you back out you know, among everybody else. Makes sense. I'm, I don't see like I don't people see think people have compared that to being held in a Holocaust like related thing. I'm like fucking stupid. That is not the same thing. It is not because in ho- in a Holocaust, you're working and you're working to death. The Holocaust and this mm-hmm. is two different things. So watch your mouth. Exactly. Also, um, I genuinely, at this point, I don't believe that Novak Djokovic will play in the Aussie Open. He has no intention of getting the shot, so why? I don't. I actually agree with you. Like, what? Australia. Every country has their own way of handling COVID. If you want to enter their country, you got to follow their rules, or you got to suffer the consequences. If you want to get that, if you don't want to get the vaccine, it's your choice. But hey, if someone else has a rule where you have to be vaccinated, oh well. You can't be mad at that. It's their rules. It's the gut. Exactly. It's their country. They you elected the So the way I see it, you either get vaccinated, you you either follow the rules or your body your choice, but live with the consequences. Exactly. Strong words from Mr. Jeff Burtis. I'm like now hey, well Jeff. Well, like Tony, while I respect pro choice, like it's your body. I can't tell you what to do with it, but if you the rules are rules. So and hey, if I have a business and I don't want to be liable for people getting COVID on my watch. Mm-hmm. And you still are unvaccinated. You know that the science are saying, hey, get vaccinated and protect yourselves. And you're unvaccinated. Well, mm-hmm. there's the door. I'm sorry. I don't want to be, I don't want to deal with it. Now, Jeff, off air, you wanted to talk about the NBA. Yes, I did. Now, Why? Because the NBA is just gotten good. I got Clay Thompson back. And then I just saw this little thing. Bold predictions for the remainder of the season. Oh, it got me thinking. What kind of bold? What's bold? Well, first, before we talk about the bold statements such, let's talk about the standings in each conference currently. Uh-huh. And we're... Um... We're not at the halfway point yet. We're close. We're getting. We're we're almost there. Um, Tony, let's be on. Tony, let's be honest. Once football ends, that's when basketball really begins. But as of right now, the Chicago Bulls are on top of the Eastern Conference at a twenty-seven and thirteen record. Wait, what? Yes. Chicago's the top. I thought, of the- it, I thought it was the. I thought it was the Bucks or the Nets. Number two is the Miami Heat at 27 and 15, who are currently on a four-game winning streak. Number three is the Brooklyn Nets at 26 and 15. Okay. Number four is the Bucks at 27 and 17. So one mm-hmm. through four is not separated by much. Wow. And then so we the have East, that's the, the, compet- the East is very competitive this season. Exactly. 
Number five is the uh, Sixers. Six, Cleveland. Seven, Charlotte. Eight, D.C., which Washington, of course, people. Number nine, the Raptors. Number 10, the Knicks. Now, why do I always bring up the nine and 10? The playing tournament, baby. Playing tournament. Tony, let's be honest. We love the playing tournament, don't we? It works. Holy fuck, it works. And it's good. And it's good entertainment. It's good basketball. For the Western Conference, number one seed right now is the Phoenix Suns at 32 and 9. Wow. 32 and 9. Number 2 is the Warriors at 31 and 11. Number mm-hmm. 3, now here is where it gets good. Number 3 is the Memphis Grizzlies who are 30 and 14 and currently on an 11 game winning streak. Number 4 oh is the Utah Jazz at 28 and 14. Now here's where the separation starts in the Western Conference. Number 5 is the Dallas Mavericks at 22 and 19. Who how many, how, how many might I add might I add are about to beat the Memphis Grizzlies. Go Mavs. How close is Go Mavs. How close is how close to the end is it? We talking about like, is the game over? Currently, go back to the home screen real quick. Uh, right now, it is 95-79 with seven minutes left in the game. Now, I say they're about to, but you never know. You, ne- you, you never, never know. know. But, like, Especially thought- with uh, freaking John Morant, the way he's been playing recently. Hey, it ain't over till it's over. But then also, no, I saw... But... I saw- mm-hmm. Number five, Mavs at 22-19. They're 10 games back. Number six is the Nuggets at 21-19. and 19. Number seven is the Lakers at 21-21. and 21. Number Lakers. eight is... Yeah, hold on. The, number eight is the Clippers at 21-22. and 22. Number nine is the T-Wolves at 20-22. and 22. And number 10 is Trailblazers who are not going to have Damian Lillard for the rest of the year at 16 and 25. Hold on. I thought Damian Lillard was going to come back. He had like a four, like, I thought he was going to have surgery like four to six weeks. Uh, from what I understand, the timetable is unknown for an abdomen surgery. Damian Lillard doesn't make the playoffs. I, I'm telling you right now, Tony, they should just trade him and just rebuild. See, no. That's, that's the one thing Portland has already said they will not do in Portland and and Damian does not want to leave. I don't think he should leave. When he's healthy and when CJ McCollum is healthy, both of them healthy at the same time, that Blazers team is different, but they're both been hurt. McCollum hasn't been seen all year because of other injuries. Now you said bold predictions. Tony, I want to, like, what is your crazy, bold prediction going into the NBA season? Like, going, going right right now. Season. Huh? Going into the hmm? second half. Okay. Going into the um, second half. Hmm. Cleveland Cavaliers, who are currently the number six seed, will not make the playoffs. 
will not make the playoffs. They won't even make the play-in. Damn. <laughs> Got another one? Got another one? Or are you guys going to stick with that one? I and I will say... That the Lakers will end up the 10 seed. Unless they trade Russell Westbrook. Oh, Tony, what the hell? Russell Westbrook, what a bat. He just doesn't fit. He plays one style. Before I go into my predictions, I'm just like, before I go to my bold prediction, I want Westbrook. It stops chasing stats. Be a team player. The one thing that you have all the miss, you are Mr. Triple Double. But how many shots do you take to get get that double? You don't like I know you don't care about what everyone else says. You're just gonna play your own bat style of basketball. But mm-hmm. you are gonna be a stat chasing machine and you the way you play, you will never win a championship. At the end yeah. of the day, at the end of the day. You're going to be that great player, but history looks back. You're like, oh, he was a great player. He just never won the chip because he is the most. He is the worst shooting superstar in the league. By a long shot, too, to be honest with you. And and he, like Westbrook, is good. When he's good, he's good. He is the most physical attacker of the basket. But when you miss layups and you turn the ball over like it's none of your business, you become a liability. And you're in the lay. You're in L.A. The, your problems are being magnified to 200, by 200 times. Let me say this. L.A. He's not just in L.A. He's in his hometown. And he plays with LeBron. And we see that the Lakers are just, they're bad defensively. The thing that really helped the Lakers the last two seasons was their defensive efficiency. They can't guard anybody this season. The games that they should they, the games that they should blow out, it, it's just like the bad teams, they're still close because they do not play defense. I thought Frank Vogel was supposed to be some genius on the defensive side of the ball, but these players just do not play defense. You can get whatever shot you want, set up the screens, they're not going to fight through them. Set up the three ball and just rain. It's raining threes. When you have like the Spurs shooting like 30 threes, that's bad. The Spurs are not that good. Oh, they're getting better. They're, they, they're, getting, they're getting better. And the Kings, that shouldn't even be close. But the Lakers are just. Tony, I'm so disappointed with the Lakers. The Lakers are just bad. Trey Russell Westbrook. Now, for my bold predictions of the remainder of the season, I'm saying this right now. Okay. I believe the Chicago Bulls will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay, hold on now. You think... You know what? I can't disagree with that. At all. I do not trust the net. I do not trust the Kyrie. Yeah, I know. Um, here, here's the thing. I know here soon, if I'm correct, 
the Nets may be trying to get Kyrie to be able to play at home sooner rather than later. Um, and it looks like they would be paying a fine every time he played at home. So dude. I believe it's so, like a thousand dollars for the first one, two thousand for the second, three thousand for the fourth, four for the fourth, and five and beyond is five thousand apiece. Brooklyn. But if you can, but if you I mean, can get Kyrie, here's my thing: if you can get Kyrie Irving on the court, he does make that much of a difference. You can tell as soon as that man started playing, the whole vibe of the team changed. And I was like, oh, shit. That way that man controls the tempo? Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. He's now- the best, the best ball handler in basketball. Period. I think overall... A better ball handler than Allen Iverson ever was. That's a bold statement. That's a very bold statement, and I will 100% fall in line on that. I do think he can do more with the ball than a lot of people. Imagine like, if the I, M1 like, mixtape tour was a thing now, he would be on there because he's that good like, of a ball handler. Kyrie can drop 30. Any time, any chance he can get, he can drop thirty out of nowhere. He's a twenty thirty easily a game. When you had Kevin Durant and freaking Harden, when they're all three of them play, they're going to probably be in the finals. But I'm thinking the Chicago Bulls—they're more of a team. They've really shocked. They've really been shocking. And I'm like, they play—they play unselfish basketball. I'm going to say that, like, I say the Bulls might get to the. Eastern Conference Finals. Now for my the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, that's why. That's the one thing I did not want to pick at all. I didn't. You didn't know. You didn't want to pick at all. Do I want to say? No, don't say it. No, I got Kawhi Leonard will not play at this whole entire season. Kawhi Leonard will not return to the Clippers this whole season. Here's the fun part. I just dead ass. um, what is it? Uh, <laughs> I just bought New Balance basketball shoes. Oh Jesus! But here's the fun part: it's not his shoes exactly. Um, but I think if anybody wants to play in New Balance basketball shoes, one, they're slight heavy, but two, holy fuck, they're comfortable. Tony, Tony, we should go play some basketball. Maybe we should. I mean, hey, need the practice. We should. We should. Um, Now, a few more things before we get off the air. And no, Jeff, we're we're not doing another one tonight. Nope. (laughs) Too tired. Do it in the morning. Uh, we'll do a Sunday morning. Deal. The MLB is still in a lockout. Oh, and no, 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 honest no. to God, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. It. Uh, I don't know when it's gonna. I don't know when this one's gonna end. 
So you think by, you think by April we will not have baseball? I don't think we will. Man, I was hoping to go to some Ranger games. It's so disappointed. Well, it's look, they have to agree on both sides and what's the what's the issue? It's always money, man. It's always about money from TV contracts. Money, 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 money. Money, money, money. Exactly. Exactly. It's money. It's always going to be money. So, no matter what happens, the money needs to get figured out, first and foremost. Facts. Uh, now, and also, and this is the last thing I want to talk about. Yay! I want to give a good Jump. old congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs on winning a national championship. Oh, they beat my they beat the roll with the glide. Man. Yeah. So, and you are uh, happy. You are very happy. Honestly, feels like there's a change of a guard <laughs> and I'm not mad at it look it's we're still talking about we're still somehow talking about Bama but at the end of the day that means there's other teams who could do things but I also kind of agree with Tim Tebow and I hate it why do you hate it <sighs> Tebow said Hey, what? Tebow said that you may have awakened a sleeping giant. Who? Me. Georgia. Georgia? If that's true, then I don't want to. Soon your team, your freaking, uh, soon the Longhorns will be facing Georgia. Consistently. Are you ready for that? No, absolutely not. But here's the thing. I love how the SEC doesn't really play each other all the time, especially the East and the West. Um, Like, before Georgia and Alabama played in the uh, SEC championship game, they did not play against each other. Hmm. Like, that's how... uh, That's how widespread they are. Like now, there's gonna be 16 teams in the SEC. Hmm. And I'm actually kind of ready to see that. But also, we'll have the Big 12 that has 12 teams again. Yes, that's your favorite conference, right? Or is it gonna be the uh, the SEC? I think my favorite SEC team will be the Texas Longhorns when they get there. Of course they are. But, like, in the last few years, I'm not even going to lie to you, like, Florida. Florida, (laughs) man. I don't know what it is with Florida, but Florida, man. Florida's weird. It's either Florida or LSU. I got them boys down at LSU. Oh, Oh, yes. Tony, I know you're good. I know... Florida, college football, that's your type, that's your sport. 
I'm the I am the foot I am the football guy, but not heavy into college football. I leave all that stuff to you, Mr. Lopez. Maybe you should just show me the ways and who I what teams I should look out for other than the SEC, because I feel like the SEC is still king. Jesus Christ. Maybe you can I think show me- I I think a conference that you would like, Jeff, personally, is the Pac twelve conference. Why the Pac-12? You like offenses. I like defense too. You like offense more. Because Tony, I can understand. Like I can understand offense a little bit more. I know. I know. Tony, like uh, Tony, you got so we've got college football done college football season's over great season yes we still want the freaking expansion we want that just come on just make it happen Tony's tired of seeing the SEC just dominate everybody and and yes and Tony it is official the Dallas Mavericks ended the Grizzlies 11 game win streak with a 112 85 victory yes yes I'm mm-hmm. in Bison from the Street yes. Fighter series. Yes. <laughs> um, Go really right? quickly, really quickly. Also, let's just talk a little in college hoops. College hoops. I know this is my Coach K's last season, right? It is Coach K's last season. Also, this is I want to say the second season without. Uh, I think the yeah the second season without Roy Williams. Um, I do want to tell you the rankings currently. And um, let's just say if you're a Big 12 fan and it's not Baylor, you're going to hate this. (laughs) Because currently Baylor is the top team in the country. Baylor. I'm going to say that again. Baylor. 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 Baylor, how's it? Sorry, does that make you just sick to your stomach? Odd to me. It's just odd. Yeah. Like, I just I don't know how to feel about it, my guy. It's it's one of those. And Baylor finally lost their first game two days ago. Finally, and who, wow. And who and who did they lose to? Texas Tech. The Red Raiders? Ugh. Well, I'll be honest. The, the Red Raiders the last few years have been a very good basketball school, especially like really getting more attention when they went to the um, the Final Four in, um, I, I forget how long ago it was, but I know they went to the Final Four a few years ago. All right. Currently, you're top 25, but I'm probably only going to go up to about you know what? I'll go down to top. I'll go. I'll go top twenty-five because I see some things I don't want to talk about. Uh, Number one, Baylor. Duh. Number two, Gonzaga. Duh. Number three, the UCLA Bruins. Hey, good old Bruins. Number four, Auburn. Eh. Uh. Coach Pearl, Coach Bruce Pearl has been doing some wondrous things in Auburn. Um, number five, the University of Southern California. Number number six, Arizona. Number seven, 
Purdue. Number eight, Duke. Number nine, Kansas. Number 10, Michigan State. 11, Houston. Number 12, LSU. Number 13, Wisconsin. Number 14, Villanova. 15, Iowa State. 16, Ohio State. Number 17, Xavier. Number 18, the Kentucky Wildcats. Number 19, the Texas Tech Red Raiders, who will definitely be moving up in the rankings after that Baylor win. Uh, Number 20, Seton Hall. Number 21, the Texas Longhorns. Number 22, the Tennessee Volunteers. Number 23, Providence University. Number 24, the Alabama Crimson Tide. And number 25, the Illini of the University of Illinois. I heard no North Carolina. I'm sad. They're not. They haven't been a great team this year. And they're on that, like, weird. It's not that. Man. It's not the same North Carolina team, if that makes sense. We grew up being Tar Heel fans. And we're still Tar Heel fans. But right now, is that time of of, like. Rebuilding. Rebuilding properly, even though they still get the most fire kicks out of everybody in college basketball. Anytime I see a player exclusive Carolina blue shoe, I get jealous. And I've only got one pair of powder blue Jordans, and I'm like, I need at least one more in my collection. Mm. Like crack, man. It's like crack. Uh, you don't need that. You don't need like, when you when you see a player exclusive Jordan from the Jordans that uh, player exclusive Jordan from North Carolina or Oregon University, and they're not a crazy price. Go for it. Hop on it. Get it. Hmm. That's my sneakerhead advice. Go get the shoe. You would know your shoes, right? I do. Now, Jeff, that is all the time we have for tonight. One last last thing. Injury update for the Chiefs Steelers. Apparently, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is out, and Najee Harris is questionable. Najee's playing. Don't even – don't play around. Najee has told people he's playing. But Clyde actually, Edwards actually, is out. He, he said some shit after the, uh, Ben Roethlisberger was quoted some, <laughs> and he was like, "What? I can't say the expletive, but what? <laughs> when I can't say it, you know what he said." <laughs> uh, but yeah, follow us on our socials. Um, here very soon, I am hoping to get some things changed up to where. All of the podcast-related things will be coming from a podcast-specific Tony, social. Tony, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you off air. All right. Yeah. Uh, also, some, follow this. Uh, follow this guy at Shadowbucker062 on Twitter. Uh, don't be dramatic. <sighs> also, if you want anime reviews, he will give it to you. <laughs> Not really. I'm not that much of an He's anime like, person. Yeah, huh. I'm not that really. Uh-huh. I'm not that much of an anime. Speaking of which, you need to watch Arcane. 
my name is Tony Lopez. Yeah, and I'm Jeffrey Burns. You see what he did there, audience? He just dodged Bye, the question. Bye. Good night. Peace out, y'all. Mm-hmm.